Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Tuesday. Yes, it'll be a short week this week. How about that? And... Want to welcome everyone uh, from the Martin Luther King March yesterday in the cold. Man, people braved the cold. They were out there, full force, on the march. And the program yesterday at noon at Music Hall. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. Oh, boy, what a football weekend it was, man. I bet you I watched so much football this weekend. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I watched the Browns and the Texans. What made me pick the Browns? I just thought their defense, oh, they've got the number one defense in the NFL. And yeah, I said, okay, they're going to shut the young boy down. They're going to shut him down. But that was not to be. Stroud just tore the Browns up 45 to 14. So there's room on the couch for the Browns fans. <laughs> yes. They'll be watching football the rest of the season. 45 to 14. I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, to pour salt on the wound, uh, the NFL, CBS, I think it was CBS. They decided to play, you know, they had to cancel the Buffalo Bills game, the Steeler Bills game. So guess what they played? They had to fill three hours of programming. So they decided to play the Kansas City Bengals uh, AFC Championship from last year for the Bengals loss. They wanted to pour salt on the wound, knowing we're at home watching. We're not in the playoffs. Oh, we'll, we'll show you. What happened last year when you did get into playoffs and you went all the way to the championship and you lost? Those refs cheated the Bengals. Now that you go back and look at it again, they cheated the Bengals. They didn't want the Bengals to win that game. But anyway, uh, so, and then you go on. My, I picked the Cowboys. I'm like, the Cowboys are really doing good. Uh, 
Uh, boy, Dak is doing great. We got another Packers young quarterback, Jay Love. He's not going to be able to handle all the excitement. And boom, the Packers beat the Cowboys 48-32. I, I, I couldn't believe it. There goes my parlay. My parlay was destroyed when Cleveland lost. The number one defense in the NFL. And then I was so glad to see the Lions beat the Rams because the Lions remind me of the Bengals of old. They had been to a playoff in 30-something years, had not won a playoff game in 30-something years, just like the Bengals, and then they go on. The Lions might be uh, the Bengals this year. They might go to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you. So they beat the Rams 24-23. Then you move on to the uh, Steelers-Bills. The Bills beat the Steelers. I knew that was going to happen. I didn't think the Steelers, they just don't have the team this year. And um, so they lost 31-17. Then the Eagles and the Buccaneers. I thought the Eagles would go in there and beat up on the Buccaneers. That didn't happen. 32-9. What happened to the Eagles? Man. So it was some... Crazy games. There's a lot of football this weekend. And, uh, man, I tell you, I just couldn't believe some of those outcomes. Uh, a black GOP lawmaker was giving a speech in Iowa. This black guy bragging on Donald Trump. And there was a, a black guy in the audience and he told, he told this black GOP, yeah, he said, you should be ashamed of yourself on Martin Luther King Day talking about how great Donald Trump is. He said, Donald Trump don't like you. He don't like black folks. And, of course, they got security over there and uh, wrestled with the guy a little bit and finally kicked him out of the gymnasium. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy was yelling. He said, on this day of all days, Martin Luther King, the people of Iowa, just like President Trump, judge me. Well, the black GOP leader was saying that the people in Iowa judged him just like Donald Trump, not by the color of his skin, but by the content of his character. He had a nerve to say that on Martin Luther King Day, stumping for Trump. Uh, he said the anti-Trump movement is in full-blown meltdown. Yeah. And he says, um, I came from a district in Houston. This is what the black Republicans said. I came from a district in Houston, and uh, that's majority white district, and I won by 30 points. This is what the black man said. He won in a white district in Houston by 30 points. He says, because on days like this, I realize I'm being judged not by my the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. He used that twice. Yeah. Yeah, when he walks into rooms like this, he doesn't see race, color, or creed. 
but his fellow, but rather his fellow Americans. Oh man, it sounds like Marcus Jenkins out there on the campaign trail. <laughs> That's something Marcus would say. Something Marcus Jenkins would say. Did you hear about now? I want to get your comments on this one. Uh, these two two teenagers carjacked a lady over in Kentucky, over in Boone County, right there in Hebron. And apparently the guy stuck the gun to her ribs and cocked the gun and told her to get out of the car else he was going to shoot her. When she heard the gun cock, she got out of the car. Anyway, they went into the store. Uh, and they had some photographs of the two guys. One of the guys was recognized by, guess who? His mother. His mother calls the Boone County police, tells them that's her son, and she's going to bring him in. And guess what? She brought him in. She brought him in. And how many people... And it's a good thing because he was going to end up, he, I think he's like 16 years old, 15, 16 years old. He was going to end up killing somebody in the end and spending the rest of his life in prison. I'm glad she got him now, and this could turn him around. You never know. The deputies say the teen has been charged with one count of attempted robbery, one count of robbery, and one count of wanton endangerment and possession of a handgun by a minor. He's been taken to the Campbell Regional Juvenile Detention Center. The second suspect is still out there at large. The teen's parent agreed to safely turn him in to the Boone County Sheriff's Office. And the car, the, they found the stolen car out near where the teen lives in Forest Park. He's over there in Boone County robbing people and lives in Forest Park. And that's where they found the car. But you as a parent, if you had seen your kid on the screen, would you have turned him in? Now, I tell you what, a lot of parents would not have turned their kid in. But I give her props, the mother props, for turning her kid in. Like I said, I think she's saving this kid's life probably now. She's saving him time from spending his life in jail for killing someone because somebody was going to resist eventually and he was going to shoot him. But there's some parents out there would never turn their kid in if they saw him. Some parents, how much money did you get? Give me some of that money. I would hate to think that, but this is this is the real world we live in, folks. Some parents parents would have saw this kid and called him up, said, "You know, you on TV. You better stop that stuff," and went on with their life. But these parents say, "Hey, we turning him in before he kills somebody." So I want to hear from you at five one three seven four nine twelve thirty. If you had seen your son on TV walking into the store 
before he carjacked somebody, would you have turned him in? <laughs> would you have turned him in? Somebody said he would have called the police on me to get me off his ass. That's you. But I'm telling you, there's some parents out there that wouldn't turn their kid in. All right. And I want to hear your side of the story. 513-749-1230. Would you have turned your kid in or not? One is a person on Facebook live MP Williams and he would be the one who probably wouldn't turn their kid in. <laughs> I'm not going to let those racist cops beat my kid to death. I'm not turning him in. Well, the no fun federal government, no fun at all. They're now telling Ohio and these other states, you know how you see the little captions on the screens on the interstate they say the little puns you know uh i can't think of any of them they're so corny but they're funny you know well Ohio says stop doing it one of them said uh o-h-i whoa slow down and then one of them said camping ohio state parks not in the left lane they little funny puns. Well, the federal government says they need to cut that out. They need to cut that out. So people will begin to not take the messages when they're serious. They won't take them serious. <laughs> you know, serious. So, uh, yeah. They said uh, the signs should not be used to display a traffic safety campaign message. If doing so could adversely, uh, adversely set, affect respect for the sign. So they want them to stop. I guess they're, they own the interstates, so there you go. Uh, there's a group of people that were protesting the um, Indian sign up on Carthage, up there at uh, Vine and uh, Carthage. And I can remember back 50 years ago, I can't think of the car dealer that was there. There's been many car dealers there, but uh, there was a Chrysler dealership up there, I think. And we all see right on the corner of Carthage and Vine near the big Indian sign. And the Indian sign is still there after all those years. It's been there for, it's got to be 60, 70 years, I'm sure, that Indian sign has been there. Where there's a group of people saying that uh, it should come down. Yeah. Oh, it's been there. They say it's been there nearly 70 years. I figured that. On Monday, a few people fought the cold and came out to have their opinions heard. They say it's highly degrading. It's a highly degrading caricature. And I mean, the Indian is smiling and he's pointing his finger at the dealership where the dealership is. He's got a, I think he's got a feather in his cap and he's smiling. 
I and I know that some people probably think it's the worst thing. I just don't see anything wrong with it. It's been there for 70 years, and I've done commercials like you wouldn't believe uh, for that dealership up there. When I was at WCIN, I mean, I said it with no problem. Nobody complained. Right there on Carthage and Vine near the big Indian sign. It's so-and-so Chrysler. I can't think of the Chrysler dealer's name. Somebody, I'm sure, will. But they want it down. They want that sign down. And they say if it was, if it, if it was a caricature of any other race, it would have been down by now. And they they might have a point. They might have a point. But if it's since it's a uh, uh, Native American, and they don't even call them Indians anymore, the indigenous people, and so the Indian sign needs to come down. That's what they're saying. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back. I've got a whole lot more for you. It's Tuesday, the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Holding on. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. We're with you. And speaking of holding on, let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with Lisa Baker, who is holding on. How you doing today? Holding on. Good morning, Lincoln. We're good morning, listeners. Good morning, Lincoln. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Yeah. We got to get you to visit the beautiful. Lincoln Heights. You got to come through Lincoln Heights. You got to check out the Lincoln Heights Missionary Baptist Church one Sunday. Oh, yeah? What's going on over there? Well, let me tell you about it. So last Sunday, had you been there, you would have got to witness our very own Hamilton County Commissioner President Alicia Reese as she was awarded um, an award. She was honored the Reverend Dr. Bennett Walker Smith Award. She was one of four people who were awarded this award, and she came and she represented. Uh-huh. And she reminded us that, hey, we fighting this 100-year-old system. <laughs> yes. <All laughs> our, right. our proud Withrow High School graduate. Yes, yes, So it's yes. always a pleasure to she see She never her. forgets to mention that, Withrow. <laughs> exactly. This night public schools came through. Yes, yes, it did. But it was good. So had you been there, you got to see and got to hear a little bit from her and her dad was there, and that's always a blessing, too. So you got to come check us out sometime, Lincoln. All right. All right. I'll do that. We're also looking for and I'm glad you uh, talked about um, the auto robbery because he was pictured on our website. I posted him yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and I am glad that his family turned him in because the picture was, like, crystal clear, like his cousins, his neighbors, somebody was going to turn him in. And... Um, like you say, hopefully this helps him change his life. We are still looking for the second suspect that was with him. Um, I'm hoping that we'll get some resolution on that before the end of the day as well. So 
we've covered right. that. Oh, by the way, uh, how late does your, what time does your church let out? 12 o'clock, Lincoln. Okay, okay. Almost time, 10 okay. to 12. Okay, okay. Now, you know, we had some guest speakers there. 10 to 12, that's two hours. So we, was that's, little, that's... we was a little longer <laughs> last Sunday. You know, my sister Alicia, she can talk. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> but, yeah. But still, we were still out at a respectable time. So. Okay, all right. But, yeah, 10 to 12, you got two hours. I know, that's kind of long for church. Uh, <laughs> hour and a half tops, an hour, <laughs> you got me. If but, one hour, you got me. But when I tell you Pastor Cook can preach and his wife and the um the congregation can sing they can sing so we get it at crossroads but not like we get it at lincoln heights lincoln. <laughs> right. i can believe that i can believe so, that so, so come check that out right. lincoln we're also trying to get to uh the bottom of our most recent homicide it was the second homicide of the year it happened on january 12th about 10 o'clock in district four District 4 officers, they responded to a report of shots fired in the 3300 block of Redding Road. When they got there, they located the victim suffering from the gunshot wound. A fire company was there um, and determined that the victim was deceased, 45-year-old male black. The homicide unit is working on this case, and they're requesting anybody with any information that can help identify a suspect, give us a call. 513-352-3040. There is cash money for your clues. All right. 352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Lincoln. All right. Let's move along. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. Let's see. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll go to the phones. Uh, Sergeant Crowell, Twin, and John all holding on. And Donald Trump wins in Iowa. And I was shocked DeSantis beat Nikki Haley. But I think this is the only time he'll beat her. Those fools in Iowa, they don't know what the hell they're doing. But uh, I think Nikki Haley will win the next one. I think New Hampshire is the next one. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I think um, we'll be good. I think she will be the – see, those two, they're beating up on each other. Haley and DeSantis, but they don't touch the front runner. What sense does that make? Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Uh, not at the bridge. Oh. It's on this side of the border. Give me some of that. Won't y'all come on over here with us? You want to walk the water? <laughs> and if you ever should see oh. a skunk shake his rum. <laughs> Tell him to come on over here for some uh, <laughs> snake funk in the dump, baby. If you see a skunk now we got this shake his rump, that you better run. Because <laughs> you know what's coming next. Do you see a skunk shake his rump? Run as fast as you can. Get out of that zone. <laughs> All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. Let's go to Sergeant Crowell. Sergeant Crowell, how you doing? All right. Hey, I'm tired of Specialist Baker with all that Withrow stuff. Man. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Withrow, you know, yes. She doesn't know about bulldogs. Yes. Like Lincoln Ware, the alpha <laughs> dog. <laughs> it, yes. it, anyway, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, I have a different point of view on the parent turning in that child. I, I know she's looking, or he's looking at their long-term 
um, trajectory of their lives. But I, I would be more worried about law enforcement or one of these vigilante George Zimmerman types seeing him and deciding to detain him, and then all hell yeah. breaks out. You see, yeah. you feel me? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, I understand you make a valid point about him possibly killing somebody and spending the, life, the rest of his life in jail, but mm-hmm. a more probable thing would be some, you know, Zimmerman type or some nut yeah. running around with a Make America Great hat on. Hey, ain't that the boy that, you know, um, sees, that, sees him and, and recognizes him from the... Crime Stoppers uh, alert, and then bam, he's yeah. out of there. Yeah, you know, so that 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 was. Uh, well, you make a good point. That could all that could happen also. Yeah, it could, it yeah. could go either way. He could kill yeah. somebody, or a cop could kill him. That's true. Or or some vigilante. You know, yeah. there's some nuts out here with guns. Oh that yeah, have no. Yeah, and see, with. and that's what I'm thinking too. He might pull that gun on somebody who's got a gun. Exactly, some off-duty guy yeah. or. Some private citizen, you know, with a MAGA hat on. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, I want you to know that I had breakfast, me and some other old dogs, with the uh, Sentinel um, president. Oh, okay. And vice president. Yeah. Friday, we all had a little. Good. Well, we had an early breakfast, actually. Okay. And uh, the, the Sentinels are going to be a little more visible through That's this good. year. That's good. That's good. We were not dead. And uh, I can tell you this, uh, Captain Pettis did, uh, I think, a good job in terms of getting some people promoted. Mm-hmm. I know they had some steady groups. I don't think people give some folks enough credit for what they do. Yes. You know, it's easy to critique a person and some of those things. And that they have been doing. I mean, some of, some, I, of those things, some of those things may have been personal. Some may have been justified. But you also got to tell the whole story. Yeah. And I do know under her leadership, uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, training, if you will, and getting folks ready to take these promotional tests because you can't become right. a captain until you become a sergeant. Right. And then a lieutenant. So, you know, let's let's get some credit for that and some other things that I'm sure even I as a retired member may not be aware of. Yes. But yeah. but uh we have not died. The organization is is still there. We still need to support the people and you're right. I heard you say the other day not every black officer is a member. Right. Uh, that that was unheard of years ago. I know, and that needs to uh, it needs to get back to that. Every black officer should be a member of the Sentinel Police Association. Right. And a little history. We have we have even had at different points some white officers that were members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. We've even had some I kinda, white officers. I was kind of leery of that. Were they in there just to see what was going on? <laughs> You know? No, no, you know, because we had counter spies at the FOP, man. Come on, <laughs> we, you, know, you know, you know, it's like the it, it's like the spook that sat by the door. You can't, you're trained us now, so we now we <laughs> we got to do some things. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I would be it, very it, leery of a yeah, white police yeah, officer well, in the Sentinels. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, they. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Crowell, good talking to you. That's uh, Sergeant Crowell. And, uh, yeah, every black police officer should be a member of the Sentinels. I mean, come on, folks.
You know, they need the support of black officers and they need support of the citizens. So, yeah, let's uh, and they they say Crowell said they're going to be more visible out there. You know, a lot of people probably forgot there was a Sentinel Police Association that even existed, but it's there. And so we'll see more of them. I got to get back with those cats, too, to get them in the studio. I got to do that real soon. All right. Let's go to Twin. Twin, how are you? Feel like Chicago out there. That's oh, yeah. It man. does feel like Chicago. I have to do a U-turn, but I see Uncle Sam Bills don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, welcome back and stuff. Miss you the day off and stuff. You go to the parade or whatever they had going on? No, I didn't go. I didn't make it. I was, I'm, you know, this cough I've got, I, I, don't, I don't think... Hey. It would have been good for me to breathe that cold oh, air. You've been having that cold. And you need to go see a real doctor, man. You've been having that cold. Won't you just take you a little shot of that crown in the hall, <laughs> man, mix it up. You'll be all right the Unbelievable. next morning, man. Unbelievable. I'm trying to tell you because the new doctors, they don't know what to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you it's going to work, huh? You'll be all right. Get you one of them Bengals hoodie with a hall and a crown. You good. I swear right. you're going to be good. Hey, old remedy, man. I did it before. I was well the next day, for real though. Don't let them doctors fool you, huh? Hey, Lincoln. Yes. Uh, what you call him? His shorty's them going back home to their mama, Chris Henry kids. You, I, you know, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, that was on my list to talk about. Now, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what happened. I mean, did those kids get fed up with Pac-Man. Uh, you know, oh, you can't assume. I can't. I mean, I'm can just, assume, I'm just wondering. Did, did they? Right. What would make them? <laughs> You know, want to pack up and go back to South Carolina all of a sudden. I'm probably, uh, you know, they probably, you know, Ohio, you, you might not stand a really a chance when it comes to sports. And they probably, you know, got a big, somebody, a big scout or something looking at his son, man. He well, I mean, he's the, the one football son already got committed to Ohio State. He said the other two. Play basketball. You got a, a the, the sister plays basketball. She's highly recruited, and the other uh, other brother plays basketball. He's highly recruited. So, no matter yeah. where they ended up, they were going to get a full ride somewhere. But I don't know. I don't know what happened, and to make them just all of a sudden say, "We leaving Pac Man. We going back to our mother." I don't know. Damn man, it just. It just killed me, man. He got all them indictments, man. And they still let dude get down in the office, man. I ain't never heard nothing like that, huh? Who? You indicted. You indicted Trump, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And them people let him really get down like that. You indicted. You indicted. Doesn't mind me a little uh, Rich Army Quant or whatever. Look, you look, not Rich Army Quant, a little thugger. Well, thug, he locked up for the RICO and everything. Indictment is indictment, man. I don't care how you come with it, man. Well, Kamala Harris... Kamala Harris, who is the vice president, says if Trump wins for the Republicans, they'll beat him again. That's what she says. Well, we'll see or whatever. Yeah, in this NFL, man, it's been crazy. They've been making me lose oh, money. Oh, man, I know. My it's it's God. just, I know it. You, like you, you just said don't, something about, uh, <laughs> go ahead. You just you don't know who to bet on. You right. never know you who's said- going to win. And that's right. why they play the game. If you knew who was going to win, they wouldn't have to play. That's why but they see, play the game. Right. Everybody put their money on the Cowboys, especially the Philadelphia and stuff. And, and this what happened. This is the results you get. Hey, Link, you said something about that uh, guy 
would you turn your uh, son in? Yes. I would. I know I you would. I know you wouldn't, Twin. You know why? Why? You know why? They say a hard head make a soft ass, and that's why I let them learn from the street. You want to go out there and carjack and rob old people and do ever just stupid stuff? I'm going to make you learn the street. You want to want to be about that life, and you say about this life, when you get two, two six slugs up in your den, what? Or you go well, that's what dead. they were trying to prevent. They didn't probably didn't want this kid getting shot it, it, or it, 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 shooting it somebody ended up in jail for the rest of his life. Right. They were trying God's to avoid will. that. Right. So, But you will. are just the opposite. I'm going to let you learn out in the streets. You're right. I'm about, if, you, if I'm constantly telling you quit doing it and everything, you go against my will. Okay, listen to the white man. Deal. Listen to the little slugs will be landing up in you with a slingshot up your ass in Christ's hospital somewhere. Then what? If I'm constantly telling you right from wrong, don't follow my footsteps or whatever. Because I hear some kids like that. Okay, y'all going to keep bumping y'all head. Y'all going to learn and everything. Hey, Daddy, hey, can you send me? Can you bear me up? Can you do this? No, little punk. No, this is what you get for being stupid. And then I don't think I would have did it, Link. I would have let them learn, man. They got to learn. You got to crawl before you walk, man. That's what I feel. Right. And she did. I mean, to each his own. So now, now I think people, the mother probably did the right thing. To she save her did. son. She, yes. she probably did, but they go look at, oh, man, when they see him and stuff, they say, man, I ain't messing with your mama the op. It's either or, do it that type situation. Link, that's how, how society is right now today. They go look at, man, I ain't messing with you, your mama the op, man. She yeah. work for 12 now. Whatever. We come over here, she might snitch tell on us. So All that's right. how they look at. All right, man. Twin, I got to run. Let me ask you one question. What is a slingshot up your ass? What What is that? Man, a slug, man. Oh, a slug. Okay. okay. Thanks for your call. Okay. I have to dissect this street lingo from Twin. I don't know what the hell he's talking about half the time. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati. Your talk station is Lincoln Ware till 1 o'clock. Coming up at 1 Reverend Al Shopton, keeping it real, keeping it real. And uh, Stanford is out there. Stanford called me. I got some, you know, you had me working on uh, some stuff for you, Stanford. I got some information for you. You're probably not going to like it, but still. <laughs> anyway, all right, 749-1230, 513-513 is the area code. Let's go to John. John, how are you? Good morning, Mr. Lincoln Ware and the good people of Cincinnati, as well as the good people around the world. Before we get to, I call her darling Nikki, uh, maybe your musical director can play that Prince song called darling Nikki. Before we get to Miss Nikki, uh, you know, I was listening to your opening dialogue with the young lady, your police report, and um, she was questioning you, Mr. Lincoln, where you can't sit through a service for an hour or two? Is, is that an it's issue my, or something? It's my adult ADD, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I think you, you should be able to do everything you need to do in an hour, hour and 15 minutes at the most. Everything else is just stuff. You know what I mean? Well, if you can't get the word out and preach something from the Bible and and and, and tell a story and, and work it the way it fits into today's life and all that, if it takes you two hours for that, something's wrong. 
Well, when the minister is feeling God and the message get a little bit longer, you have to learn to tolerate that. You can't stop the message coming from God. Oh, he may stretch it. He or she no. may stretch it 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> Uh, just don't forget to leave your leave the love offering too. Yeah, right, right. I can do that in an hour. It only takes an hour for that, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, one of your callers talked about uh, the uh, the uh, games going on, and yes, I put my money behind those Dallas Cowboys. Oh boy, stunk, I can't believe the house. Oh, those Cowboys they really stunk the house. I, I, I think I think it's time for a coaching change and and a quarterback change too. Prescott well, is not that impressive to me. He's never yeah, really been. One guy is not going to make the team. You need all, what, 14 guys on the field? Uh, um, you know, it, it comes down that you can change all the quarterbacks you want. You can change all the coaches. I think the chatter is, since they lost, the chatter is Belichick that's going to be talking with the Cowboys. But now yeah. on Stephen A. Smith's show this morning, he talked about uh, Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Falcons, and Atlanta Georgia yeah. wasted no time in talking with Belichick yeah, last yeah. night. Yeah. But so that means either if Dallas is going to pull the trigger and get rid of that quarterback, then I'm sure Belichick's going to take a ride just to hear what the, uh, the owner is going to say. But let's face it. The Dallas owner is feckless. Yeah. He's control freak. He's not going to give Belichick yeah. all no. of that power. No, yeah. See, power. Belichick is going to want a certain amount of power, and Jim and Jerry Jones is not going to give it to him. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. And darling Nikki, uh, you know, uh, I didn't expect darling Nikki to um, to uh, take over. I Iowa, thought she would beat DeSantis anyway. And who yeah. Iowa? I mean, just it's it. I mean, these caucuses in Iowa, they don't pick a president. You know what I mean? You can win in Iowa and lose everywhere else. That is one little feckless state that's going to buy into Trump. Trump's, Lincoln, I've said a year and a half ago, I was telling people, I'm from New York, and across the bridge from New York is Jersey, and we've been watching Trump for years. It's nothing new. Now the world sees Trump for what he was when he was in the White House, and either you take him out, or lock him up. That's what it's going to come down to Trump, because world leaders do not want to see Trump in there again, because all he wants to do is pad his pockets. He doesn't give a damn about those looters and that went to the Capitol and wanted to tear it down. He don't care about that. He only cares about his money and his pocket. And he's in bed with the Russians and anybody else that could help him move this thing forward. You think if he gets into the White House, Lincoln, he's going to declare He's going to be a, uh, how, we, how we call him, a uh, dictator, a, a king for life, a dictator, <laughs> yes. yes. You think he wants to be a dictator for life? Yes. Are you kidding me? It, it sounds like he does. You wait till he gets in there. You're going to see all hell break loose. But he's not going to get in there. I think the American people are smarter than we think they are, and I don't think they'll fall for this fool again. And just let me slip in one more thing. You know, can you explain to me how did darling Nikki Messed that up a couple of weeks. Hey, high school kids know history one-on-one. How do you not declare the Civil War was started by slavery? How did she mess that up? Um, I'm not sure. But are you going to vote <laughs> this year, John? That's what I need to know. Are you voting? Well, I'm watching Darling Nikki very carefully because the chatter I'm getting from Washington to my friends across the country. If Nikki wins the Republican Party slot, 
Democrats, black black men and women will cross party lines to put her in there. I think that's right. Let's see how it plays off. But if Nikki B gets that nod over idiot Trump, yes, I will vote for her. Oh boy! You're and if not, if not, you're not voting at all. Is that what you're telling me? I I will vote. I will slip my note in there, Mickey Mouse. All right. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jeez. All right, uh, let's go to Stanford. Stanford, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Yes, yes. Okay, so I talked to somebody about you, and uh, and they, they agree. I can't, I can't give names. These are sources. I can't give you names, but they say there's problems in the building department. There's problems there. Uh, they're slow for one thing. Uh, businesses and people who are looking for permits. It takes forever for the city to give them permits for things, and that slows that actually slows down the economy for this area. There's a bunch of old heads in there that's been doing things their way for years and years. Nobody will hold them accountable. Will you agree so far? Well, the council told me they got no control over them. Uh, the city council people that have been in there. Well, the city manager, somebody has control over them. That that would be the city manager then. But do you have yeah. you heard of a guy named Art Danberg? Art Danberg. Art Darberg. Darberg. Is it Darberg? Yep. He's supposed to be over that department. So I'm going to put out a call to him to get him in here on the show so he can answer some questions. Okay. How about that? But yeah. as, well, he's the head of the as, as far department. as uh, getting a meeting with him, they said they have you have talked to those people down there before. They said yeah. they've had you've had meetings with them. Well, and they say you're not you're not 100 percent innocent in all this stuff either. They said that uh, maybe you are, uh, you know, on the cusp of being a slumlord. That, that's what they say. I don't know. These are just sources. Well, they said where they live at the slam lord uh, and and that so if they said that tell me who said that i can't i can't give you I any can, names well that tell you that something wrong no it's nothing you, wrong I, when somebody tells me stuff off the record i just can't give you their name okay well whenever you get ready to get a meet with um uh, uh R. Darberg and the law department is the same one that said they go to the black yeah. neighborhood and write them up yeah, that's what I and this source told me that they'll be there uh, for something else and they'll walk down the street looking for something else. And then they'll see some other things and then they'll start writing up this stuff in the black community where they don't do it in the white community. Yeah, they told me that. Well, that tell you that that's drumming up business and that's illegal. And so they've been doing it. And just like uh, uh, Johnson said. He, he got 30 years as a cop. He said, if y'all doing that, somebody need to go to jail. And then I know you'd have checked with him if he said that. And Miss Kearney is a lawyer. Vice mayor was sitting next to him and said, Scotty, you can't say that. So yeah. that's a – both of them and, and the mayor now witnessed a crime. Yes. He turned their head and walked on down the street. Well – that make them guilty. Well – We'll see. We'll get to the bottom of it, uh, Stanford. I just want you to know I am working on it for you. 
I appreciate that. All right. We'll credit where it's due. Thanks for your call. All right. Okay. Let's break for news. We'll come back. Rick Jr., Mississippi James, Beth, White Lion, all holding on. Lincoln Ware, 1230, The Buzz. Oh, that's not the song that they say that on. That's that's another song. <laughs> 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock. But I like the song, uh, Yowza, Yowza, Yowza. And I can't think of the name of that song. Anyway, it's by Chic, but I can't think of the name of the song. But it's a good song. All right, 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Lincoln Ware with you. And... Looks like Rick Jr. is licking his wounds. Uh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> well, at least it's what it's, that was. That was karma, you know. That was karma. That's after what we did to Detroit that game. And uh, you know, it's one good one good thing about it. We can get rid of that deadbeat Mike McCarthy. Oh, hallelujah! I think he's gone. I think he's packing his bags right now. Well, he know? probably is. Uh, uh, Jimmy, uh, uh, what's his name? Jerry Jones didn't look real happy sitting up in that uh, box up there. He looked yep. real upset. So I think uh, you're right. There's going to be a coaching change in Dallas and maybe even a quarterback change, too. No, well, I, 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 I hope so. Well, if Prescott, he'll probably go somewhere like Miami. Oh, and, and by the way, they should that game, they lost that game. Jerry World's messed up on that environment. I mean, they, they didn't even, we didn't even know that here that temperature was going to drop down to God, you know, 20 degrees until Sunday morning. You know, well, I mean, and the I, stadium imagine, is enclosed, so yeah, you know why enclosed. even worry about it? Yeah, well, yes, you do, because it takes about, it, it's got an automatic heating system in there, and it probably takes about a day. If the temperature's 20, it's going to take about a day to get that temperature back up to a comfortable uh you know, up to a comfortable sixty or seventy degrees. So that's that's the reason why they lost that game. I mean, that that was like heaven to Green Bay. They love playing at ten degrees. You know? Well, I don't think the temperature had anything to do with that ass whooping Dallas took well, from okay, Green I, Bay. I, 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 I'll give it to you. That's all I can excuse. Right. Temperature about, had nothing about. to do with that. Now, temperature in, in that Kansas City Dolphins game. That might have had something to do with it. Did you see the old coach's mustache there? They had icicles on it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Now I want to talk about the Bearcats. Now, now I will give it. I'll give it to the big. Them being the Big Twelve. Now that they're in the Big Twelve, now that they're playing basketball, now you're gonna see a night football. They were nothing, but you're gonna see them make noise in basketball. You know why? Because right. now, as far as recruitment, they are the big white elephant in the room. I mean, they they are gonna be the new Kentucky. Who is that? Yeah. Who's, who's going to be the new Kentucky? Uh, UC Bearcats. Oh, they're, I mean, they're, 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 they've been playing some top 25 teams, and they're fight. I mean, they're taking them all the way to the end. And so, I, you know, they're, they're looking pretty good, I will admit. You, you, you know why? Because, I mean, they're going to be sucking up all the good recruits. That's why I said, well, we'll you, see. you know, Kentucky was the, was the white elephant in, in, in the room as far as recruitment. Until the UC Bearcats joined the Big 12. Now, as far as basketball, now they are the big white elephant. Well, the they need to win this game football. tonight against TCU. They need to win tonight. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And well, maybe, like you said, I mean, you know, one thing, I'm a recruitment, it's going to take a while for that. It's got it's some hysteresis there. It's going to take a little while for that to take hold. 
But well, maybe uh, unless that coach is really good, it could turn it around really fast. But but I say within the next, uh, I don't know, within the next uh, uh, six months. Well, not six months, but with that, within say within the half a season, however long it takes those recruits to take hold. You're going to see the Bearcats make a lot of noise in that in that conference. All right. Hey, thanks for your call. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's go to uh, Beth. And then we've got Shaharazad Ali coming in, and we'll talk to her. Shaharazad Ali. We haven't talked to her in in a few months, so we'll talk to her coming up. Uh, Beth, how are you? Beth. Beth going once. Beth going twice. And Hello. Yes, Beth. Hello. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know what, what was going on there. Anyway, good morning. How are you? Pretty good. What's up? You know, uh, yesterday I was watching The View, and uh, one of the Exonerated Five was there. Okay. Uh, his name is uh, Youssef Salam, mm-hmm. and uh, he won. He was just um, elected to office to be a city councilman of New York. Mm-hmm. And he talked about, they asked him about uh, Trump in this uh, upcoming election. And he showed a picture of, you remember when Trump took out that, that ad yes, yes. about calling for their death? Mm-hmm. I, did, I never saw the picture of him actually. It was like uh, he was holding the key to the city. He was proudly displaying the ad that he took out calling for the death of a young black man. Mm-hmm. I don't hate Trump. I despise him, which is a, yeah. is a whole nother level. Because now, had that been maybe 20 or 30 years earlier, these young men would not have even made it to jail. They would have been lynched on the spot. Yep. And we all know this. The last reported lynching was in 1981, and which was, what, seven or eight years prior to what, what to uh, 89 when this all happened. And I would like to know, how does everybody else are, have the presumption of guilt when you're black? But Trump has never been guilty of anything. Right. How he and, he never, and he has never really apologized to those uh, five young men either. So he has not apologized. It's not really. He, has, he still says they're guilty. Yes. yes. And, and the thing about it is, you know how, how they um, – I didn't know that the, uh, the, the Times had published – their not only their names, their addresses, and their phone numbers. Can you imagine what that was like for for the parent? Oh boy, who knew? You know, people know exactly where you are. You're coming and you're going, but yet they were they, with us. It's always the presumption of guilt, but with white folks, it's always their, you know uh, they're innocent yeah. until proved guilty. But for us, it's always been the other side of that, and. For anyone to vote for someone who is calling for the death of your child, and you still you still see no nothing wrong with that, that was what really got me. Because as I said before, I never, uh, you know, he's holding it like I said, like it was the key to the city. He proudly displaying him, you know, calling for the death of of young black men, and still saying that they're still guilty. But yet, when he goes to court, I ain't done nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, and only. It, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm yeah. just pissed about that. I hear you. Thank you for taking the call. Beth, Appreciate thanks it. for your call. Appreciate it. All right. Let's go to my good friend, Shaharazad Ali. She said it was too cold to come down here today. She's not coming down here in that cold weather, and I don't blame you. 
listen, I don't want to stay in my own house. It's cold in here, but I'm not turning this heat up anywhere past 75 because I'm not paying that bill. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right. Shaharazad Ali is with us today. And uh, there's a lot has happened since the last time we talked. And uh, Trump probably was indicted three or four times since the last time we talked. How yes. are you? How you doing today? Well, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm a little baffled about some things. Yes. Uh, just to start off with this particular note before I move on to really what I want to talk about today. And let me hold I'm on. And before baffled. you start, before you start, yes. let me tell people they can talk to you by calling 513-749-1230 if they've got okay. any questions for you. All right, continue. <laughs> so my point is, I'm now white people in this country in America on all levels, have done a lot of evil things to us. They haven't been our hidden enemy. They have been our open enemy. And we still get lynched routinely by the police who get away with doing murderous things to us in the name of making an arrest. So I'm looking at the uh, politicians over the year. You know, uh, President Biden is the one that helped Clinton write that anti-crime bill that put Hundreds of thousands of black men in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that, and he's the one that also made that big speech about how white people had to be protected from black men and what we would do to their mothers and children and wives, you know, the old-time slavery threat. And uh, he's did a lot of things against us, just like all of the politicians. Now, the other thing is that all of the politicians and white men in business, allegedly, we have, you know, different proofs of that, have been stealing. They all cheat on their taxes. They all rob somebody. It's a capitalistic society, and everybody out there is getting what they can. Yeah. They didn't tell us that profit was better than wages. So they set us on a tip to just get a job, mm -hmm. whereas they were in business getting profit. And I see where Kroger is trying to uh, merge with, uh, uh, oh, what's the name of this other company? I saw it. I saw and, it. And that's going to make, it's going to be almost like a monopoly in the grocery business. And you know the prices are going up and there's nothing you can do about it. Listen, well, I'm going to discuss that today. There's a little bit we can do about that, but not on a routine, early, right-away basis. Yeah. But I'm just looking at the, all of this hatred that we have for Trump, and he is evil. He is vile. He is a liar. But so is all the rest of them. So now who done put us, and Albertson. for what reason, have benefit, it will benefit them to put us on a tip to hate Trump unless it's just to put old man Biden back in office? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. See? So and if you want to know what an 80-year-old leader looks like in his condition, <laughs> just go to your local nursing home. <laughs> Walk around there Jeez. and see if you want them leading the free world. Well, Trump right. is just as old as Biden. The people just don't even mention Trump's <laughs> well, age. He's just as old as Biden yes, is. But it's just like people like you and I. We don't look our age. And so Trump is the new 70. Biden is the actual 90. <laughs> you know, because, <so, laughs> you, know, you know, they've changed all of those standards because of us baby boomers growing up and having better medication, better health care, whatever. And so we're living longer and we're looking better longer. So he doesn't seem the same as Biden. If you put them two together, you would not think that they were both 80 years old. You know, but I guess that's age discrimination. Yeah, yeah. But just my point was, how we get to hate that white man so bad? All of them the same. Ain't no difference in them. The tall one, the short one, the fat one, the skinny one. It's all the same for hmm. us. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy. Yeah. All right. So anyway, okay. I'd believe I just wanted to mention that. You know. Now what about our friend down in Atlanta, the uh prosecutor down there <laughs> who uh they say she's uh having an affair with uh the special prosecutor. <laughs> Busted. You know, that happens when you're in love or when you think you're <laughs> going to come into some money. <laughs> she went home and told her boyfriend, hey, baby, I got a job for you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'd now, be- listen. And nothing's is- been, I mean, she addressed, uh, she did a speech the other day. She talked about church. everything. Uh, she, she, she talked about everything except her affair uh, with, with the uh, uh with the special prosecutor there, Nathan Wade. So Fannie Willis is avoiding even talking about this. Well, I don't know what could she say. She busted. But here's the other thing. This is a serious thing for her because they're calling to uh, uh, revoke her legal license. They want to disbar her. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. That's Republicans talking. Now, here's the other thing. How come, uh, and I know I want justice for us. We're not going to get very much, but I do want some when we can get it. Why is it that every time now when a black person get busted, you know, like uh, old gal up there at Harvard on the plagiarism. Oh, and yes. And now this woman that got busted, you know, misusing uh, funds and hiring an inappropriate yeah, person. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of things that are illegal, but then there are other things that are just unethical. Yes. And yes. if you're an attorney, you cannot practice that kind of behavior and get caught up in it. So why is uh, uh, everything that come up now we say is racism? <laughs> well, a lot of it is because if the same situation was with a white person, you probably wouldn't even hear about it. Oh, uh, well, we, today we do because of the technology. This is a different time. But no, we might not, and they might buy their way out of it or something. But so then we are to assume, now let's get this straight, what we're saying, that everything that we do on a professional or a lower level if it's some white people that's our boss or something, then it's racism. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You know, and we do. We raise hell when they do that. They may get away with it, but we complain about it. We make a big issue about it. Yeah. But anyway, from now on, Lincoln, when I come on, my segment is going to be called Reality Check. Reality Check. You give us a reality yeah. check. Yeah, that's what, what I'm going to try to do today just to bring us. This now, is the beginning of the year. Now, let me and, ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lady... Who's, her son carjacked a white lady over in Kentucky. Son is black. She saw him on the picture. They showed his picture, and she turned him in. Now, what would you have done if you had seen your son on a photo where he had hijacked, carjacked somebody? Would you call the cops and turn him in? Uh, no. If there was some kind of terrible injury, it would depend on what that little little animal did. It would depend on what he did. All he did was he took put a gun to her ribs and. Uh, cocked the gun, but he didn't shoot her, and he took a car. Yeah, he could have scared her to death, so that was <laughs> right. bad. But no, under no circumstances would I call the enemy and turn my child. I can't say under no circumstances if they really did something insane to a child, you know, or mm-hmm. kill somebody or did those kind of things. Yeah. I, I would I would have to consider it, but I would probably just get them out of the country or something, like the other people do. But, uh I don't think I would do that under any circumstances because it's even like if in our communities we call the police. We have no guarantee how that's going to come out because when they they bloodthirsty, and when they come out and it doesn't matter who's innocent or guilty, they'll take somebody down, they'll disrupt that entire family, ruin their lives, and then move on to the next case. And so, no, I don't think we should under any circumstances. See, that was the problem 
when we had the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. You had a bunch of Tom's handkerchiefs heads back there that would go and run and tell Master to get that extra piece of bacon or that biscuit. <laughs> and so we have to recognize that we don't need to practice that kind of slavery against each other. Because remember, the slavery that we endured here when they enslaved us was the worst that has, had ever been recorded up to modern times. So now they uh, are changing that history around, of course, the white people who mm-hmm. write the books and who distribute the books to our children and who teach our children are writing, rewriting it and putting in there mm-hmm. what they want to. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the thing also I was mentioning about Trump. Sure, he's a liar, but look how they have lied to all of us, not just a few people in one city. They've lied to us for 555 years. We still haven't rewrote the correct, proper, truthful history. Mm. And so, you know, this, that's just the way we live it. But, no, I don't think I'd have turned my child into them beasts because, as I said, you never know what's going to happen, and they will kill your child, they will kill your husband, your wife, or anybody, and then go to their own court and get away with it. All right, uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and I promise we'll get to your calls. People have questions for you, and uh, stick around with us. Shahrazad Ali right here on 1230, The Buzz. <laughs> WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Coming up at 1, it's none other than Al Sharpton. Yes, and uh, oh boy, uh, the weather, it's going to rain all afternoon, then wind, got some very strong winds coming, which means... There's gonna probably be some power, some uh, uh, power outages. Yes, ground wet, wind blowing, trees fall over, hit the power lines, and boom. So uh, expect some of that over the weekend. We'll see. We will see. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. I see people on Facebook Live are still talking about the visit from Bobby Hilton yesterday. And, I mean, he presented his case. If there was a case to present. And like I said, we wouldn't be talking about any of this without the prepared written statement and the attacks and leadership questioning. All that stuff was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. But it happened and here we are. Somebody, uh, you know, they had a meeting that they had the the meeting yesterday 
down at um, the commission, and one of um, one of the I guess members of the church, one of the members of the church spoke down at the commission. Yeah, she's a member of, of the word where both uh, Stephanie Dumas and, uh, of course, Bobby Hilton is the uh, bishop there at the church. And boy, she, whoo, boy, she laid it out, uh, pretty Teresa. good. So, uh, we'll, Teresa Burns. Oh. Okay. We'll let you hear what uh, Teresa, I think it's, her name is Teresa Burns, had to say. Let's listen to her. It took her a minute to get up there. Man, what took her so long? Good evening, board, me- board members. I came out of here, I came down here t- to express uh, something that I wrote after I was seen a meeting Monday, the, um, the meeting on the uh, exchanging of the, uh, the roles you have down here. Okay. I am shocked and very disappointed on the flat-out lie of Commissioner Summerall Dumas, of her reasoning of prayer prepared and a read, a read of abstain uh, her vote on Madam President Alicia Reeves to be president during Monday's organizational meeting. For Commissioner Dumas to state that Madam President is unfit due to lack of leadership is simply ludicrous. The qualities of good leadership is communication, accountability, confidence, resilience, integrity, delegation, collaboration, empathy, passion, creativity, and vision. Now, for the past three years, Madam President Reese has exemplified and demonstrated this, and her work speaks for itself. Now, I have voted for all three of you commissioners on board. However, I believe I made a big mistake concerning my vote for you, Commissioner Dumas. I volunteered for the Reese team and watched and attend most meetings. I have watched and observed the disrespect, bullying, spirit of jealousy and envy directed towards Madam President. I, along with Commissioner, I, along with Commissioner Dumas, attend the same church under the same leadership with whom is her chief of staff, Bishop Bobby Hilton. As I listened as she read her statement, she prayed about as a, as, as he abstained Madam President's Reese's board president. I can confirm that it wasn't from our God because the God we both serve is a God of order and operates out of love. So in closing, it is my hope that this spirit of jealousy, envy, and disrespect that appears only towards Madam President Reese stops so that the whole board can move forward in 2004 to better serve the citizens of this great Hamilton County. Thank you. Okay, boy. And that's from a church member. <laughs> Jeez. They go to the same church. She goes to the same church as Dumas. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And uh, as she drops the mic and walks out. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Let's go to Marie. Hey, Marie, how are you? How you doing, Mr. Ware? I'm doing great. Uh, okay. Wanted to call in about a couple of things. The one thing that you asked about, about that program with Nikki Giovanni, that's been on about four or five times. Has it? Okay, I, I just saw it the other night. Yeah, they have other people on there, too. The, the station you're probably watching is the Grio. No, it's not the Grio. This okay. was like well, a HBO or Showtime. Okay, well, it's been on a few times with her, and they've had other people on there, too. So they had Tyler Perry on there. I don't watch it all the time. They've had a few other people on there, but the one you saw has been on about three or four times. Well, okay. Like that. Okay. She had on blue jeans or something. And was it, they did a documentary. This was a documentary yeah, on right. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last like an hour and a half, two hours. 
Yeah, it's been on a few times. Okay, okay. Well, that was the first time I had seen okay. that, and it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was. But Nikki has always been a little firecracker. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that incident where she was here and something happened with Mark shot, and she got up and every everybody knew she was going to say something? I don't remember that. I remember her having a some kind of rip with uh, Ken Blackwell down at Fountain Square. Well, there I think was I remember an incident something where like they that. were honoring Marge Shot or something, and she got up and made a little statement. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, this guy Austin, who was out and didn't say anything. Yes, yes. That's just common sense. I mean, I. <laughs> You can't just be off and don't tell nobody you off from work, okay? You <laughs> well, you don't do it. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, just I, made you know, no sense to me it, to be off and don't tell nobody. Now, he might not have had to go into a bunch of detail. He could have said he was sick. Yeah. And, you but know, maybe describe you have the detail his, who now, whoever like, his senior uh, personnel person was, you know, get, giving them some details. But to just disappear or just don't tell. I, I, that, that, just that, like he's, okay. uh, I mean, he's the... Uh, I know. Uh, uh, Secretary, of Defense. we're over there bombing Defense, Yemen. Yeah. We're bombing Yemen right now. All that stuff has to go through him. You Lincoln, know, it makes no sense. I was off from work one day, and my supervisor forgot. She sent the police to my house. Oh my god! For a wellness oh, check, cause I don't be off from work. Yeah, yeah. And she called and said she thought something had happened to me. I had to call her. He said, call her while I'm standing here. It was a wellness check. He knocked on my door, <laughs> and I called her. I said, I'm off from work. I, I got a vacation day. She said, oh, I forgot to mark that on my calendar. Oh, boy. So if I'm not as important as him, surely he has to report to somebody when he's off. Unbelievable. The, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh Alicia Reese, did you see her on the Superfest so, uh Yeah. Okay. No, I yeah. didn't hear anybody talk about the that. I just Super wanted Fest. to mention that. Well, too. I was on vacation that week, but uh, I saw her on there. Uh, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I thought pretty it was. And she Bobby got Cartwright. Up and was, and, and um, was kind of short with her speech yeah. and gracious. and I thought it was good. Bobby Cartwright did a great job. Emmanuel Livingston was the stage manager. Yeah, I thought it was good and, to uh, see her on, yeah. on the national platform. Yes. The other thing I wanted to talk about with this stuff going on between uh, Alicia Reese and uh, Dumas, I had heard something about this a, a while back, but I really just did not want to believe it. You know, I didn't want to believe it because kept, she kept it on the down low. But now that it has come out, I believe that Miss Dumas maybe she should step down or maybe she should not have run last time. I mean, you're talking about something that not only affects you personally because you don't like somebody, you're talking about something that affects the overall party in terms of getting work and projects and things done. I mean, when you have internal problems like that, it's hard to get stuff done. And if you're not going to be a part of moving forward and doing stuff for your constituents, which is us, they are public servants, then maybe you need to step down if you're going to have a personal vendetta about somebody and you can't work yeah. it out. Yep. Well, that's just my opinion. Now, that's all I had to say today. You thanks have a for good your call. weekend, Mr. Ware. Thanks for your call. And, and, and you know, I, I can almost uh, agree when when Alicia Reese says it's like a, a hit 
right before the election, you know, election year, she's up to run. Big business, you know, may not like the fact that she questions the dollars, where they're going, how they're being spent. Is there any minorities getting any of that money? Big business may not like that. And, uh, hey, it almost sounds like an organized hit. You know what I mean? It may not be true, but it almost sounds like that. It almost sounds like that. I mean, people can imagine all kind of conspiracies and stuff like that. But sometimes when think, when it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, maybe it is a duck. But I bet you and it could be if a that hit. is true, I, I bet don't you because it backfired. I'm not one to buy into a lot of conspiracies and things like that. But it just seems so, it just, it was so strange that she would have a prepared statement as to why she abstained from the vote. And the papers had the written statement, like, by noon, you know, before I even, by noon, they had the statement. Yeah, it all sounds kind of crazy to me. All right, we need to take a break. Then we'll come back and get back to the phones. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, the buzz. Lincoln, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did put that in there. Yeah. When I heard it, I didn't recognize it. I did give you that song. You can't take my soul. You can't break my soul. Something like that, Beyonce. You can't break my soul. soul. Yeah, I did put that in on your list. You're right. I forgot. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. Shaharazad Ali is back, and uh, no, she didn't hang up. No, the line dropped. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, So. You want to pick up where we were then, or are we yeah. moving on? Oh, pick up for a second, then we'll move on. We got Joyce holding on. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, oh, do you have was, anything to respond to say to what he was saying? I didn't hear the last of it, but I get the gist of it by his original question. Yes. Uh, first of all, I explained it the best way that I know how. That was something that was written 35 years ago. I'd like to know what else he remembered that happened 35 years ago. Yeah. And... Uh, I did the best I could to answer it. I don't have another answer for that. I don't need one. I don't have to have one. But that's, you know, the way that went. And I'm sorry that he uh, felt that he had to be so aggressive. Listen, let me tell you something that's going on right now, too. Uh, Our men are going to a level of uh, petty behavior that uh, has surprised even me. This was just, we just had some example of it. Uh, Men are inviting women out to eat. The young people are telling me this. When I say young, I mean 30s. Okay. I'm not talking about teenagers or 20s. The men are inviting women out to eat and on dates and then refusing to pay for their food. (laughs) I don't know. know. Is is that happening? Raven, have you ever heard any of your friends say that's happening? Say what's happening? That men are inviting women out on dates, going to a restaurant, and then the men won't pay for the food. Oh, yeah. That's happening. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Most women yeah, that I know, thing. we make sure that we bring our own money to a date for that exact that's reason. Because right. you can't guarantee that he's going to pay for everything. Like, mm-hmm. it, it depends on how the conversation goes. But even if mm-hmm. even if it's a good date, he still might, at the end of that date, look at you when a check comes like, hey, so what you putting in on? <laughs> it's a shame, that's but right. it is. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So I just wanted to mention it. But now, see, there's a change in mores of behavior and decorum because... The parents that we have had have not passed on certain information, and we're looking at, you know, the two-parent home, the one-parent home, the no-parent home. And so a lot of children are raising themselves. They're not learning manners and how to eat at the table, how to open doors and a lot of things, or how to pay for your date's meal. And the women are, we tend to exaggerate a little bit because when we think a guy taking us out, we want 20 oysters, two lobsters, Hey, three porterhouse yeah, T-bones yeah. or something, you know. They get the and most so, expensive item on the menu. Right, right. And so men have gotten hip to that. Yeah. And so now they're just, you know, but it's a surprise. That's the thing about it. But it has put us on a different kind of a tip in regard to, as the sister said, to bring your own money and do whatever. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that that's something else that we're losing as black women uh, because our men have taken on a different attitude and are trying to defend themselves from being so played and used out of money all the time. Mm. That's what all of this is about, money. All right. Joyce, you have a question. Yes. Hello, Miss Ali. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Good. Okay. Well, when the guy talked about some book, whatever you wrote 35 years ago about slap. Of course, that's something that... Speak up, I can't hear yeah, you. Yeah, you kind of low today, Joyce. Something's going I'm on with your phone. Low. Okay, you wouldn't slap anybody who's hysterical because you would take anger out of the situation. So that was nothing that... I don't know if you would say that. That's called uh, violence. Well, let, me, let me share with you some other things that I had in there. Okay. And maybe then we'll be able to put that in context, that one okay. sentence. Let me share with this with you. I talked uh-huh. about in the book how we as black women need to stop going out in the street naked. Now, look at how we're doing that. Now we're on Instagram with our naked behind shaking. We're doing more. And I talked about how in order to prevent health problems in our men and our children, that we need to prepare better food. And then I mm-hmm. talked about how to do that. I talked about teaching our children manners and how to teach them their own history at home instead of turning yeah. them over to the enemy to educate them. Right. And I talked about us not hanging out in the bars and streets at night looking like prostitutes. Uh-huh. I talked about us uh, remembering that our parents and great-grandparents and grandparents didn't know the truth about our existence, a lot of things, and that it's not that we're disrespecting them to take on a new idea to improve our nationality of people. And I talked about how important getting along with our men was and how we need to stop fussing and nagging him all the time so he can have time to think and to come up with a better idea. I talked about us making our home a sanctuary for our children and our man. So I talked about a million other things in that book that benefit our people than that one line that that brother mentioned. But it's interesting. Nobody ever calls on me and says, why do I have to cook food? I don't like it that you said I shouldn't be out on the street at night. People don't call in and say that. See, there's nothing to disagree with with those things. Violence against a woman hitting her, that's just probably why he said it. I'm not sure. But uh, what I wanted to speak about is that you told us you didn't understand why people uh, were so against Donald Trump. Well, you said he was the new 70, and I see Don- I've seen Donald Trump for several years. He's not the new 70, that's for sure. He looks like he's 90. I've heard the things that he said, he said of recent, 
and of past. I have spoken to Yousef Salim in person, and I know that Donald Trump put out the poster, and you do too, about the uh, the Central Park Five. He knew that they were exonerated. He had a sign about killing them, and he still says the same thing, that they should still be in jail. The things that Donald Trump has said and done, he's called black women lying dogs. He uh, has done so many things of recent. And what you're telling us about is the Joe Biden in a 1997 crime bill when Ronald Reagan started the 1986 crime bill, and he brought the contracts and the drugs into the community and sold crack for weapons, and that started it all with Ronald Reagan and the Republicans. So that starts before 1997. The Republicans continue to inundate our community with negativity and don't want anyone who's working to make it. So Donald Trump is not anybody that African-Americans look at for leadership. When you're talking about manners and etiquette, Donald Trump has none. So he wouldn't be a leader. We would even want to be in a place to teach anything. And if I have any type of leader, I would want them to show some type of etiquette, decorum, manners, and he has none. Okay, we have a, a both have views about that, and uh, I can appreciate what you're saying, and I hear your passion. And mm-hmm. my point is, they're all the same. Trump was in uh, office for six years, and I ain't no, no Trump fan. I'm just trying to six. demonstrate to our people that you all can't separate white people about who's doing good and who's doing bad, because all of them underneath, whatever it appears to be on the surface, is doing bad to us. It was four okay, years for Trump. You said election. six years. You said was it six? It was four. four. Okay, he was in there four years. Biden four been in Congress and down in D.C. 54 years. What do we know about him? But Nothing. He practiced racism the, the entire time. He was the best friend of Strom Thurmond. Spoken Someone is going to be the president, and it's going to be between, as we can see now. Well, like I said, it ain't going to matter too much to us. We still get treated like the slaves. But it is an office, and it is one we all discuss. Donald Trump is a lying dog. He has called black women lying dogs. He's treated black black women with Well, I done called them lying devils. So what you want to happen, sister? This is how it is out here. Well, it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Donald Trump is not the new 70. He's well, no, nothing all new of the white people, you don't know. The, no, ma'am, sister, I think you, well, okay. All right, I'm not going to fight that because it's very hard once we get uh, uh, educated in certain ideas about them. But that ain't the worst white man no, in I'm history. That's my whole point I'm saying. I've studied, studied black history, and I've, of course I know what the white man has done to America. There's no mm. doubt that they've done it. But well, if you know that, you know that Biden ain't in love with you either. He's just using us to get to what he wants. Well, That's we have to use him to get about. what we want. And what I want from him is laws, different types of initiatives. Well, you ain't going to get it. Let me the, uh, keep you from being George disappointed. Law, please. She says you're, we're not going to get that, what we want from Biden. And, uh, we're not going to get it from, from any of them. Trump. They're going to talk yeah. about it and talk us to death on it. Every generation well, has to start over asking and for the, the same thing. The, the Republicans aren't doing anything. That's not only Donald Trump. That's his party. It's not initiating or trying to vote on laws like the George Floyd bill, the uh, uh, 
John Lewis bill. They're not trying to vote on those. All so, of them slaves. Uh, yes, ma'am. I hear but you. I, I got a feeling. I got well, a feeling, Shaharazad. No uh, if say. Donald Trump is elected president, I got yes. a feeling you'll be calling back saying, Lord, what was I thinking? I, I do believe that. Maybe not, but I know that I'm not voting for Donald Trump. He's not any new seven. Well, don't. Our vote don't count anyway. We don't even know where the votes go. We don't know who count them, who tell well, him or nothing. So well, it don't going, matter whether we vote, vote or not. All right. John Lewis decided to vote, so did uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And they Pierce have made us believe in the system that has disappointed us for at least 300 years in America. Joyce, I got to run. Thanks, okay, thanks for thank your call. Thank you, Lincoln. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware, on a Tuesday, and we got a few more minutes left with Shahrazad Ali. We'll try to get to as many calls as we can. Listen, yes. To just have a nice, gentle show. Now it's all gone to hell. I know, I know. Isn't that something? <laughs> Listen, I do want to mention, too, yeah. that we need to get ready for the immigrants. Oh, boy. It's, I've gotten word it's coming this way, and now we're talking a different language, a different culture. And I wish there was a way we could stop our women from getting pregnant by them and stop our men from impregnating their women. But the moment a new group of people show up, you know, we start getting involved with them. And so we need to be careful about that because oh. there's two different cultures. Oh, boy. Uh, so you said they're coming to Cincinnati. Yes, sir. They're on their way here. We already got about $120,000, well, but they 120,000 people, but they're scattered throughout yeah, the state. Yeah. But they come into the big census. Now, are you appearing anywhere around? I know you go all over the country speaking, but when are you around Cincinnati? Are you <laughs> Well, I think that uh I live here. And so I go to Kroger's, you know, I go to different stores, I go to the Cheesecake Factory or something. And so when people see you in that capacity, yeah, they're just not going to come in and pay $50 a ticket right, to come right. and hear you speak. Okay. You know, they talk to me in the stores. And so, but I will be, uh, let me see, in a couple of weeks I'll be doing the Rock Newman show. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty big at, uh, on his uh, cast. And... Uh, it's so cold, I'm not going to go to Chicago. I've got, you know, some things lined up, but I'm just not doing it right now. And it will all depend on my back. Okay. Bad back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Let's go to Don. Don, how are you? Hey, Lincoln. How are you today? Pretty good. I have a question. I will have a statement and then a question. Everything, and to your guest, hello to your guest. Respectfully. Um, hello. Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, good. Let me see. I'm um, here. So everything that um, pertains that has been good for African Americans, as far as federal law, was passed by voting, by law. Nothing just happened. Slavery, when they freed the slaves, that didn't just happen. Laws had to be passed. So when um, our vote does count. What I want to um, ask your guests is in regards to our community as a whole, politically and community worldwide for our community, how can we change the mindset as checker players to chess players? In the government and getting laws passed and what? 
No, just everything pertains to our life to improve our life as a whole. Oh. Well, we would have to figure out, and you men will probably be the ones that do it, even if we do the work, but you all will have to figure out the steps to be taken for our own independence inside of this country. As an example, the Asians, the Africans, the Greeks, uh, the Hispanics, a lot of other groups in this country have a food path. They bring in their own food or they manufacture their own food. And they're not doing this because they miss the cultural taste of the food. They're doing this to have control of their lives. And so I think if we came up with different ways to ease out us a more independent way of living, that would we, we would be able to make more progress. Uh, the uh, actual fact is if we are taxpayers in this country, it's more powerful than being a voter because the taxpayer is what is respected in a country that's built on commerce and capitalism and it's about making economic. money. Yeah. Okay. And I'll say this, and I'll go, don't Trump, we cannot afford a dictator in the presidency, or no, no one else. we've had a dictator the whole time we've been here, brother. We keep trying to normalize our slavery so, and act like that's not going on and that we got some kind of special freedom other than freedom of speech. Here's, here's that's what I not say, true. We are already living under dictators. They tell us what to do. They tell us what the law is. They tell us how long we're going to jail. They tell us whether they're going to kill us. What do you mean, a dictator? That's all we've had is dictators, including okay. Obama. As Joe yeah. said, someone will be president. Who would you choose? And I respect if you do not vote. I'm feeling that. I respect that. But if <laughs> are you, you feeling voted, that, brother? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. If you do not vote, who would you choose? as a president, because someone will be listed as the president right, of the United right. States. That's right. Well, I'm not going to speculate on that, because as I said, right, it's Don. difference in the weight and the height of the white man in charge, so it's not going to matter to us. All right. This hour has come to an end, Charizard. <laughs> 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 Lincoln, you didn't get the pictures I sent you. I, I got them, but I didn't have time to get them up on the face, Okay, we'll Facebook. do it next time. But I got them. I, I'll try yeah. to look the same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll get them up there next time. Okay. All right. We'll Listen, talk to thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you talking with us. And uh, All right. we'll talk to you in a few months down the road. Okay. All right. Yeah. Shaharazad Ali. And uh, you always love hearing from her. I mean, she's got a lot of, she brings a lot of controversy with her, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I forgot to let forget to let uh, I forgot to let her name her books. Give you the name of her books out there, so you can still get them. If she's still listening, she can call back, and I'll let her run through them again. Anyway, let's uh, break for news, and then we'll come back. Mississippi James, the car doctor, Brian, all holding on. Twelve thirty, the buzz. <laughs> 